Hello everybody and welcome to our pre-Fastlane episode of the By God podcast. Uh, we, we don't number these anymore, I changed my mind. No numbers, just events, things that are happening. As usual, I'm your host, Chris Lipscomb. Joining me this week is the wrestling mastermind, Colin Bass. Hello, Colin. I'm a bit too taken aback by that revolution. Say no all. numbers. Well, numbers, you, you numbers have, are you old. Have, you should have consulted. Numbers are old, okay. I, I haven't numbered any of the ones we did this year. What? None of them have been numbered. I think you even brought that up in the last one as well. No numbering. Uh, Also with us this week is wrestling historian Peter Chapman. You right, Peter? Hi, yeah. I don't know why I call you that. Just do. I'm retiring. From... Ah. Ah. Just the last one, though. It's all right, but I I feel some gratitude about Mm. it. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Fastlane in a minute, uh, as well as other things. But first up in the news... Yeah, I, I know. You I feel like we need but... to make you read the first line that you've written on that document that you send us, Chris. What? Oh yeah. You wrote it down. You have to live with it now. <laughs> we're on Say the fast lane to WrestleMania this week. That's what we're doing. It's <sighs> what Michael Cole says incessantly. <laughs> yeah. Bra- hashtag branding. Um, <laughs> on brand. Yep. Uh, so obviously the the big news that's happened recently is Daniel Bryan retired. Uh, it it turns out that his concussions were in fact too severe for him to continue. Um, a new test uh, showed that he had lesions on his brain, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so and he'd been hiding seizures. Yeah, although he hadn't had one of those for some time, by the sound of it. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, from what he said in full up interviews, I don't think he's. He'd had a seizure for about four years, right? Um, but even so, like that's not a good sign. Not really. And yeah, and the fact he's got legions on his brain is also a very bad sign. I got um, very mixed emotions about this news. Um, I yeah, I think everyone does. I mean, I'm obviously happy that Daniel Bryan will hopefully live a long life now, like yeah, a long I healthy myself life. Being really, really disappointed by it and thinking, "Fuck it, just." Keep going, just keep, and then thinking. No, actually, what I'm hoping for is that that man dies. What? And, oh yeah, that, I thought I thought you're saying like I'm in favour of Daniel Bryan dying. <laughs> no, no, but I caught myself yeah. on thinking that he should just carry on. Yeah, no, you, you don't. That actually you don't want it. No, it's him. not good. It's not good at all. Like even it, it, the 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 fact is, it's now got to the point where he no longer wants to. And if he doesn't want to, then I'm fine with that. Yeah, like, I, I think was, that was I, the big I, hurdle to get over, wasn't it? Yeah, I think there was a lot of the people were torn before when it when it seemed like it was WWE were holding him back, but now that he is specifically like coming out and being like, "Look, I'm done." Yep, like, and to do it in just such a classy way as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I've got no issue of him retiring like this at all. Uh, he wants to have children. He wants to lead a long, healthy, well, as healthy as he can be life. Like, I, more power to him. Why would you want children? Hmm? Come on. I, I'd, I'd more jump off a top rope for the next 20 years and now not be able to walk in my sixties and have annoying children. <laughs> That's maybe, probably just me, though. Maybe yeah. he's just fed up with having money and spare time. Yeah. And he yeah. wants something to fix that problem. Yeah, I can't, right and, I can't, like, I can't understand his logic, to be honest. It, Seems like a bit of a downer. I don't know. Daniel Bryan, I think, would be a good dad, though. Yeah, but kids, I'm not a fan. I mean, too fair. I wouldn't, if, I wouldn't bother. Even if he wasn't going to have kids, I think he'd probably still be like, I'd just like to like not 
die of brain injuries? Probably. No, isn't that selfish? <laughs> Potter about in his garden growing oranges or whatever it is he grows. Oh, he grows all, all organic. All organic stuff. Yeah. Definitely. That's what he'll be doing. Uh, I, 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 I'm gutted, but, I, but I'm really glad he's decided to walk away now. Yeah, I, I don't think anyone can begrudge a person who's just like, I don't want to wrestle anymore. Like, fair enough. Like, yeah, especially if they say, I don't want to wrestle anymore because it might kill me. Yeah. But like, it's even. Hard, it's hard to take issue with that. Like, isn't even it? Punk, just the rage at Punk, where he was like, I'm done. Like, it's fine. It's his life. It's his job. If he no longer wants to do his job and would, like, would enjoy a change of career, then fine. Mm-hmm. But enjoy really getting punched in the face. Yeah, it's like, then. I'm bored of this fake getting punched in the face. I don't like people pulling their punches. I really want to get punched in the face. That's what I've changed. Which is not 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 a lot of people will take that career choice, you know? It's no, like, no. I'm, but... I just, I'm not into people pulling their punches. I'd rather, I'd just rather they were really hitting me. That's what I miss. He's uh, finally got a fight and now he's still punk. Oh, does he? Mickey Mickey Gull. Oh, what, what number you is... see? It was supposed to be one ninety nine, but punks had to go for back surgery. Okay. So, turns out, uh, starting mixed martial arts when you're thirty seven and had a shitload of injuries isn't a good idea. No, not really. <laughs> for your for your health, no, not too good. But he's, he's supposed to be fighting probably in the summer against a guy called Mickey Gall, okay. who is now two and zero. Yeah. Do you Which think sounds that... bad? But he still has two more fights than CM Punk. Do you think he could be on the two, UFC 200? Uh, Punk wants that. Dana White doesn't. Oh, okay. I don't know when his return date will be from back. So I was going to say, I, I would imagine, I would have thought Dana White would want that. It's like another draw on that card. but Yeah, because then you're not going to have Rousey on that card. So Yeah, you, well, yeah. you want it to be a big card. And like, even if Punk is coming in as a newbie, like it's still, it's still going to be good. It's still going to draw you money. Um, mm. so obviously, yeah, in all seriousness, we wish Daniel Bryan all the best and hopefully he can find a role within wrestling that he is comfortable with. And if he wants to completely step away from the industry, if it's, if he just finds it's too painful to be around it and not being able to wrestle, then fine. He can go and do something else. Like he's got a long old life left in front of him. Um, next bit of news. Wade Barrett is not renewing his contract with WWE rumors suggest. Uh, he has basically given a no comment to this on Twitter, which implies probably it's true, I would imagine. Otherwise, he would just deny it. Like, he gave an answer that was basically like, I'm very focused on my work right now. And you're like, oh, okay, so you're you're not re-signing a contract is very much what that implies to me. Yeah, he said he was still focused on doing the best job he could for WWE. Yeah, it's like, you only say that if you're quitting. I don't think this is any... Kind of surprised though, is it? I mean, he is possibly one of the worst book wrestlers ever. Yeah, I imagine. Well, I, I was saying to um, you on Twitter, Colin. I I imagine Drew Galloway may have had a word in his ear because I think they're buddies. And um, yeah, but the guy's just—he's been stuck in the mid card hell for five years now. Yeah, and he could go but somewhere he's... like if he goes to somewhere like New Japan. He, I could see him being a big draw in New Japan. Well, it came up with the Nexus and was yeah. absolutely amazing heel and then just dropped down the card and never really got back up. It's one of those guys that would push for a couple of months and get bored. 
Yeah, and it, the fact that, the fact that he's a part time member of the League of Nations shows you should probably walk away. At yeah, this point. he's been injured for like a couple of months as well, hasn't he? And they just yeah. make him walk out with I, the League of Nations I and say, I think stand that's, around. That's the other thing is like is is are the injuries just taken their have the injuries just taken their toll on him? Like, is he just like ah, oh, kind of I'm injured constantly. This is not enjoyable. Like if he um, potentially if he works for even if he stays wrestling and works for like New Japan or TNA, they'll be working less dates and it'll be less strenuous. To be honest, I don't really think that would be too much of an issue for him. But I think he's a guy who could probably quite easily get a lot of acting parts, get a lot of TV parts, yeah, exactly, things like that. Yeah, he's the kind of guy who could transfer. I think, over I think to there's that a lot quite of easily uh, yeah. if he wanted to leave it. Yeah, there's a couple of places he could easily transition to. Um, yeah. So I yeah I think whatever he wants to do I think he's got a chance of being reasonably successful at it. Um, he's got like a good I think he's got a good face for action movies. Like he's got the right kind of build, the right kind of look. Well, this mm. thing he's got the sort of perfect build and look for WWE. Ironically, it's yeah. kind of a mystery that they've just stuck him in the mid card and then tried to forget about him. Mm. You have to but- imagine that you know on the surface he seems to be a decent performer. He seems. To, I mean, he's good with the mic anytime he's got the mic, and they seem to have just not bothered think, to let him do that. Do you think Vince McMahon just hates British people? Possibly. I was thinking about this the other day because William Regal never got to be champion, and Bulldog never got to be champion, and both of those people to, definitely should. To have be been. fair, there's a very good reason William Regal wasn't champion. Uh, was it because he was an alcoholic? Yes, and the drug addict. Uh, yeah. He. Well, he, it, it from interviews he's given, I think it it sounds like he would have had the belt, but he just kept fucking up at the wrong points in his life. Like, uh, possibly, but he's. I mean, he still had a strong career. He still could have done it. He still had enough clean years. Oh, he to... did. But I, I kind of, uh, I think as well there was someone was saying that I remember when he was the commissioner, like in the early two thousands. Um, apparently some of that was building towards him getting um, a world championship run. Then he got injured again and kind of like, it's, that's the thing is sometimes things just don't line up and you get hurt at the wrong time. When you come back, there's not a spot anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Wade Barrett was talking about this on, I think it was Ride Along, the WWE Network show is yeah. called, where they follow him in the car with uh, Seamus. Uh, Barrett's not the most cheery and it when talking about his career but he's basically saying that Bulldog should have won the title but didn't Regal should have won the title but didn't he should have won the title but didn't but he believes that Neville will be the first English or British I think Neville could to win do the world it. title I think Neville could do it but with, if you're saying that someone else is going to win it in front of you it's kind of resigning yourself to the fact that you're never going to do it yeah so it's either going to he's going to leave and do something good, or they're going to make him an offer where he stays and he might finally get his main event push. But just I don't think nobody. I think too worried about him since they started the League of Nations stuff. It's just been baffling that they'll give everybody the microphone except him, and he's the best talker in that group. Uh, easily the best talker. And he, yeah. he had a gimmick like that. Yeah. All he could do was talk because he was and, injured, yeah. and he still and was doing the bad news Barrett gimmick. And yet they give the mic to Seamus. They give the mic to Del Rio and Rusev, who I know maybe English isn't their first language, and both of them are competent enough. I think Rusev's improving massively week to week, but they're not the strongest talkers. And even Seamus isn't the best on the mic. 
Well, you know, I think okay. the, the thing with Rusev is giving him that TV championship is giving him a real boost, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see them do that more, though. I yeah. want to see more of that. You really should. Instead of just shouting about people always being hungry. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Rusev's weird. Uh, other bit of news, <laughs> uh, very quickly. Uh, WWE confirmed, well, announced, because uh, this didn't even really, there was, this wasn't even rumoured, which is surprising for WWE news. Um, they are, have announced a WWE Global Cruiserweight Series, uh, which will feature, feature presumably 30, they said more than 30, but it seems like it'll be a bracket of 32 of the best cruiserweights, uh, which means under £205 um, from WWE and from around the world. Uh, the only catch is it'll be people who are not currently under long-term contracts, um, which it seems like would rule out a lot of the cast of Lucha Underground and anyone who's under a long-term deal with Ring of Honor uh, and and New Japan. But there are um, a lot of people who work on New Japan workers' independence. So. Yeah, and I think yeah, that but... Lucha, Con- Lucha Underground has got financial problems, so they might secede to WWE taking some of their talent into this tournament just to raise their profile a bit. Yeah, um, there was a rumour that Triple H went and had a meeting with Lucha Underground officials a few months ago and nothing came of it. Like, that, that the result in the meeting was not positive, so it, it seems probable that this was what he was meeting with them about, mm-hmm. and if they've said no, then they've said no. It's likely there's going to be a lot of progress in RevPro. You'd expect, um, yeah, expect, wrestlers a, on that. Yeah, you'd expect a lot of British Tri- people... You expect a lot of people coming in from uh, who've worked Evolve as well because they've got the yeah. good relationship with Evolve. Um, so yeah, all of that seems like it could be really interesting. Yeah, this it is would, what we were talking about last time as well. It's just interesting to showcase that talent and give them a place where they can be centre of attention, even though they're not like the three hundred pound yeah. muscle bound like action figure um, types. And it'll be yeah, it's going to be on the network uh, over, I would imagine, a few weeks or something like that. Sounds you, really interesting. And you would think they'll do it as a single elimination tournament. Well, I kind of hope that they do it with like round robin groups, the way, say, the World Cup's done. Yeah, well, because uh, that gives best... people a chance to do like they'll have three group matches. Yeah, because uh, what is it? Um, uh, New Japan's Best of the Super Juniors works that way as a round robin tournament. Um, so they, they could do it that way around if they wanted to, and would stick in line with some of the other tournaments that are out there currently. But on the other hand, like. Uh, Pro Wrestling Gorillas Battle of Los Angeles tournament is single elimination. Mm-hmm. So there are, people, think... there are people that go either way. It just, I guess it depends how long they want the tournament to last. Yeah, I just think it would be kind of a shame if they got people into a tournament like that and then only gave them, say, 10 minutes to show themselves off. Yeah. Because, you know, in 10 minutes, you can everyone can have a bad match on their day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it'd be nice to give them a little bit of a run just to showcase them a little bit more. Yeah, well, it'd be nice if they did the kind of thing that other tournaments do as well, which is um, stick some of the competitors in tag team matches, etc. Mm-hmm. As well, and also if you're in the business of generating content for a network which runs 24 hours a day, it makes sense, I think, to try and spread this stuff out a little bit. Oh more. yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's very interesting, um, and it's very exciting that Triple H is the one behind this, who's heavily pushing it. Um, with the stuff he's doing recently, it does seem like he's got a very different vision for the future of WWE than Vince McMahon does. And I I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing, 
But it will certainly be interesting to see what he wants to do and how he continues to drive like his his version of the product forwards. Uh, yeah, and his drive has been what is feeding WWE for the past couple of years. Yeah. So I think it makes sense. You know, this I look at this as a kind of a way to perhaps feed NXT a little bit. Um, and then that feeds into the WWE. And, I mean, Triple H's vision is the future of a WWE at this point. Yeah. Um, I assume, though, they're going to have uh, a WWE guy win the whole thing. And I would think probably Neville. Possibly. You'd have Neville or you'd have someone like is it Zack Sabre Jr. They've, they've been talking about in media calls recently. So oh, Zack Sabre Jr. is pretty great. Zack Sabre Jr. winning would be interesting as well because he doesn't wrestle that kind of traditional cruiserweight style. He's a lot more technical. Um, so that'd be fun. There's plenty of British guys that they could use to fill out the card as well. Well, so. yeah, I would I would think, as you're saying, that the Progress and Ref Pro guys like Will Ospreay, like uh, Marty Scroll, like Zack Sabre Jr. Um, Will Ospreay's what, just signed with New Japan, has he? Oh. Uh, I think he's just on a New Japan tour, which means he won't be under a long-term contract. Ah, right. But it means he might not be available to do it because he might just be in Japan because I'm not sure what tour he's working. Um, but I think it's just a tour with New Japan he's signed to. Which tends to be how they bring sort of the um, foreigners in for their first couple of goes, is they just bring them in for a, a, a tour. Uh, right. Uh, but I think that's everything that's been going on recently. So let's um quickly run over everything that's gone in between the rumble and now, which is not much particularly. I don't <laughs> think it's not been terribly interesting. Um. The the stuff coming out of like Triple H seems to have been very distant and absent yep. despite winning the championship. Came out the night after and was like, "I'm the champion," and then was like, yeah, "I'll be I'll be seeing you." He's shown up a couple of times to sort of stand at the top of the ramp. Yeah, he was on. He's on this week's SmackDown as well to stand on the ramp and be like, "I'm Triple H," and that's about it. Which is fine. I don't think. He really needs to be about that much. No, it'd be nice if he kind of was there a little bit more. It was like, you right. to focus on the three and the number one contenders match more, though. Yeah, I think that is. So, a good which point. is what I like. Um, but the, the coming out of the Rumble, everything's been a bit meh, apart from the triple threat match build up. Which, which I think even has been that, pretty, pretty good itself. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's been incredible. Uh, I, I'm still I'm very interested that the way they actually. Um, have pushed all three of them kind of equally, though. Yep. Like, I think they've done a good job of making it believable that any one of the three could win. Yeah, I think that's that's what they've done very well and very smartly is to make it completely believable that any of those guys could come out and go and challenge Triple H and give him a real challenge at WrestleMania. And they've even done a decent job of slowly burning towards the split between Reigns and Ambrose that yeah, everybody that's... feels is inevitable. But I don't know, maybe because of the way they're sort of forecasting it, it's maybe not that inevitable. Maybe they'll swerve on it at the last minute. Well, um, we were recording this on Tuesday, uh, sorry, on Wednesday, so SmackDown has not aired yet, but it has been recorded. And at the end of SmackDown, uh, Reigns accidentally spears Ambrose, so Ambrose hits him with dirty, no, tries to hit him with dirty deeds, and Reigns hits him with a Samoan drop instead. So that's... Hmm. Yeah, well, they kind of did that. They teased that at the end of Raw as well. Yeah, but this was actively like Reigns' one was a mistake, but you don't accidentally hit someone with dirty deeds no. or attempt to. <laughs> no. So yeah. 
So yeah, that's um, that's interesting. It depends which way they're going to go. Everyone still very much sees it as Reigns is going to win, mm-hmm. but um, if they can spin Heal Ambrose out of it, that would be interesting. I think that'd be fucking stupid, but WWE is good at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reigns winning is the most likely, but you could go quite a, four or five different ways out of this, which would all be good. And yeah. I'd probably say a bit better for the likes of Lesnar if they didn't go down the Wyatt route. Things yeah. that are going to go there now. Um, well, this is, that... it, it does look very much like Lesnar's going to be um, faced with the Wyatts for WrestleMania, so probably won't win the triple threat match. Yeah. No. Uh, before, before we get on to the full predictions, I did want to say I feel the Wyatts have been a little bit wasted, really. Out of the Rumble? Uh, kind of. Great. Well, they had yeah, kind of. of but... And I think this is a symptom of what one of my complaints with the Royal Rumble, because they're the Wyatt's whole thing has been that they want to take on the titans of WWE. And they include Big Show and Kane, who are both put out of the Royal Rumble so cheap, so they don't really have that value anymore. No, I think they just mean people who are big, that's all they care about. I think they mean it in the physical sense rather than the performance sense. They just don't like tall people. <laughs> Which They're like, uh, we'll be the only tall people around here. <laughs> what next? Beards? Yeah. They're going to go after beards. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just well, kind of makes it... Daniel Bryan bit... came back and his beard was gone. Yep. I know it's because he actually gave it to a wig charity, uh, but even so. I bet he didn't give his beard hair to the wig charity. That would have been fucking weird. No, he cut his hair hair for wigs for kids. Yeah, I think he probably just cut his beard because it would have looked odd. Yeah, well, that's what he said. He said that once he'd cut his hair, his beard looked weird. Yeah. Because so. oh, it looked so normal before. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Why it's have been kind of... Yeah. I don't really know what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're just trying to build them up for Lesnar, but... It's the story they're... of the Wyatts over the past couple of years, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Again and again. They look like they're going to do something interesting with them. And then, and then lies! Just... They don't! Fizzles out. Yep. Strong character, but no way to write them in the show, really. Yeah. All right, actual fast lane predictions. Um, so for some reason, Kalisto versus Alberto Del Rio for the US Championship in a two out of three falls match is on the pre-show. Is this who asked for this match? Who who wants this? Really? I'm fine with this as the blow off to it all. Just it, this has to be the, it. Probably the yeah. only person that wants this match really is Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. I, mean, I don't mind seeing this match, but I don't know why it's on the pre-show. Because yeah, who gives a shit pre-show. about the US Championship now? That's yeah. kind of my point. Like, people should probably care about that belt. Yeah. John Cena did so well with the US Championship for a period of months of building it and making it mean I something. think Kalisto will once he's free. You know. Possibly. I don't think he will. I think he'll get booked as a little guy who's just not getting over. It's like, they always book Every little guy. Yep. I. Um, yeah, he's, no. not, he's not. He's not going to build any division out of Kalisto. You're not going to build any of him. He's going to have the title for two months and then lose at Extreme Rules. No. See, what I'm really hoping that, that's the what they do. What yeah, official. What I'm <laughs> hoping what they, they do. do. No. I, what I'm hoping they're going to do is they're going to try and actually, uh, like Pete was talking about last time with the cruiserweight belt. Like if they can actually use it to differentiate and give the little guys the US title and the big brawler people get the IC title which is kind of what's been happening anyway then I'm pretty much on board with that no you're not going to do that they're not going to do that it's also just a flavour of the month he's going to have the tail for a couple of months and then lose it 
It's the same as Barrett, it's the same as Ziggler, it's the same as everyone. You get the mid-card titles, they have a little push, and then they drop you. No, they'll keep unfortunately, him. Because they, that, unfortunately, that's it. I think they'll keep him because they want and they want um, a new kind of Mexican star. Rey Mysterio. Yeah, they want, they want Rey yeah. Mysterio again. They want someone who appears to Central Americans. Yep, they want 1999 yeah, but... Rey Mysterio. And that's what Kalisto <laughs> gives them, basically. And that's how they're booking him. Yeah, and it's fine. Except it's now mm. 2016. Yeah, but it still yeah. kind of works. But I, I don't I... think it really does, to be honest. They tried it with Del Rio as well. They've tried it no, with no, Sin Cara. They've that, tried that, it that, with Kalisto. Like, it doesn't really work with... I, I think as well, like, it doesn't work... The thing, what they're trying to do with him when they're stacking the odds against him with Del Rio doesn't work because Del Rio doesn't seem like enough of a viable threat. Like Mysterio was up against people like The Big Show and that looked awesome because there's such a differential. There's not like a a huge difference between Kalisto and Del Rio. Like it's not that pronounced. Um, and if you if you're gonna go for the underdog booking, you've really got to go for it. Yeah, I think that the mistake they're making here is booking him the way they're booking him instead of and and declaring every match like it's an upset instead of saying well Callisto is beating Del Rio regularly because he's faster and he's smarter yeah that's, that's what they wins. need to be do that's what they need to do and it makes him look more face as well because he's winning for kind of the right reasons yeah and more viable for whatever the next feud is yeah but I I think they've just really got to put this to bed now this has to be it I want Callisto to win Alberto De Rio can go do something else. I don't care. And I would, I, would, yeah, I, would much, I would much rather see Kalisto doing something interesting with the belt than seeing him endlessly feud with Alberto Del Rio for what feels like fucking months. It hasn't yeah, been that long, <laughs> but it just feels like this has gone does, on forever. Really the only thing I would say about this feud is that at least it means that neither of these two Mexicans is being treated as the evil Mexican in a feud against some patriotic American. Yeah. Although it also means that well, Jack Swagger's out of a job. Alberto Del Rio is <laughs> sort of, because he's still like the whole League of Nations thing. Yeah, I suppose, kind of. Yeah. Still, they are still doing that on a sideline. Yeah. Which, which is, I, what I like about League of Nations, I actually kind of like about League of Nations, is that that it's more, much more kind of classic stable in that um, people can be doing like a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've got Seamus is, well, not doing anything anymore. What? And they broke his arm, so he can't do anything. Yeah, he had tendon damage in his arm, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and Rusev is not doing anything. Because he and Lana announced their engagement just as he was starting an engagement storyline with someone, oh, right? Yeah. And so Barrett's injured. They wrote him off straight away. Barrett's injured, so I guess the League of Nations is basically Alberto Del Rio. Is the only one doing anything? Basically. But even and Alberto but, Del Rio's got a bad back at the minute. But as well. even a little while early, you know, like you, you did have Alberto Del Rio doing stuff with Kalisto, and then Seamus was doing stuff with the title picture. You had like a few different things going on at once. And it, it's nice to see a stable set up that way where you can have different people doing different things, but they're still yep. all on the same page. And that's kind of a good way of doing it. Um, but I, I, we're all pretty confident that Kalisto wins this. I just, I just don't care. Yeah, I don't really care, but I think Kalisto wins, but he's not going to be the next Rey Mysterio that they're hoping for. Rey Mysterio has a bit of personality about him. Kalisto doesn't really have anything, really, at all. I, I think he does, I just don't think they really let him express it yet. Yeah, I don't think he's grown into that yet. I think he does. I mean, yeah. he was. I was watching matches on 
YouTube or Daily Motion or one of those things. Yeah. Or anything when he was still Samurai Del Sol and he was really good. Um, but obviously the WWE is a different proposition to that indie circuit. So yeah. I think he just needs time to grow into it. But it's, I don't know. It's, it seems to be that they do this fairly regularly as they go, oh, this guy's kind of exciting. Let's give him a push for a month and then they take the belt off him and let him sink. Yeah. And that's a real concern because then it could be another three years before Callisto is meets his potential, if he has any potential. Well, he doesn't. If he, I also think you kind of just have this g- general issue in WWE that it's very hard for masked wrestlers to get anywhere. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair as well. But Rey Mysterio is the only one who's really done anything. No one else who's worn a mask has really either kept it or done anything with it. Well, even Rey Mysterio didn't keep it, did he? He did in WWE. He had it off in WCW. Oh, was it WCW? They demasked him. Yeah, they demasked right. him. In the case of WWE, he had the mask again. He wore the mask the whole time. That's okay. That's good. And um, WCW, they get to the mask off, and then he had like weird horns. <laughs> Do you remember? That was uh, odd. Yeah. Did he not join a rap group or something? As he well? was in like the Filthy Animals or whatever it was, which yeah, was, that's like, what it was. Oh, was that with rap group Conan? With, like Conan yeah. and like yeah. Billy Kidman. Yeah, Billy Kidman. Oh, uh, late 90s <sighs> WCW was a weird time. Billy There's Kidman and his jorts. Odd stuff going on. And his little white uh, vest. Weird, like the dying years of WCW was a, a strange time. And it was a slow death as well. It was yeah. not just the dying, it was like the dying four or five years of WCW yeah. was weird. Which I think it's really from like, I think that's the last two years where it's really just like, I don't, what what's happening? From like 99 to 2001. No idea. Yeah, it was all a bit weird. Just a weird, weird death. Public, like, on the air with stuff that they were getting sold (laughs) was fucking weird as well. Like, that played back into the storyline because WCW? Uh, I don't know. And putting the heavyweight title on David Arquette. Yeah. Mm. All right, so if we didn't really care about the US title match, is anyone infused by... Uh, Ryback, The Big Show, and Kane, who apparently are all face, versus the Wyatt family, minus Bray Wyatt. Yeah, remember Big Show? He had his annual turn the other day. Yeah. Now he's face again. Yeah. Oh, no, my favourite thing about Big Show this year is that it's been turning every week, and that's kind of his gimmick, that he just turns every week now. <laughs> like, he went out to the ring, heel, turned, and came back and took a selfie with someone, and was face after that. Yeah. And, and then the next week, he turned heel again. It's great. I mean, Do you think they've just gone really self-aware with it? I kind of yeah, like. Totally I like self-aware. I did like. To be fair, I liked his thing on um, the WWE Network with when he was on the Stone Cold podcast because he kind of explained why. I haven't seen that yet. Which is basically he I went. Well, look. The reason I turn all the time is because they need someone to go into a program with someone and like I oh, need someone that's credible. Or oh, the big shit's credible. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. We'll put him with him, and then he could just flip some for whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Which does make sense. Yeah, like, and I mean, obviously that's the reason why, but it is a little bit silly that it happens like once a year, like yeah. clockwork. More than that, more than <laughs> once. Probably. A year. Um, but I did agree with also his other point was that people complain that he's always burying talent. He was like, "You must have won about eight matches in the last year." Yeah, you know, you have to win occasionally to keep you looking vaguely like a threat. But yeah, he never wins. Never really wins that much. 
No, because he's fine. always brought into a program like he is the big threat. So it's always a program against somebody that they're trying to really get over, like Roman Reigns. Yeah. And it does work so a little bit. Obviously, he can't win. No. It's because, his, yeah, his point isn't to win. Also, I guess Kane... Oh, yeah, no, Kane's a good guy now, too. He just, Absolutely, totally. But he just appeared from under the ring. I don't know when that happened or when, like, Big Red Monster I, Kane gets to be a I, face I, now, I guess but... it was, like, when he emerged from the ring, that was his face turn. Yeah, he's just been curled up under the ring for, like, three months. Because well, no, he, he was in the Royal Rumble. Oh, that's right, he was. And then he hasn't been seen again since. And now he's... Didn't he, didn't he just feud with the wires like a month ago no yeah, that was a survivor and... series that was like and, and didn't he win yeah, yeah him and the undertaker the won undertaker. so when he loses this time they're gonna look really shit it's gonna look like they really need the undertaker back. yeah exactly yeah oh god what? i don't know why this is happening i'm very confused why the fuck does why is ryback still existing at this point why is why is he's got stupid trunks on why is ryback exactly. evolving into goldberg exactly why? What's he trying to do? How long did it take Ryback to get over those Goldberg chants when he turned up and everybody went, fucking hell, they've just cast Goldberg. <laughs> he got over it and he was like, oh, people aren't trying Goldberg anymore. Black trucks. Yeah. That's what I need. Like, now Lose they're not the chanting anything at him. He's like, well, actually, I rather preferred it when the crowd was making a bit of noise and weren't just bored to tears by me. Yep. I'll dress as Goldberg. Yep. I really yeah. want the Goldberg chance to come back, by the way. Which is, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that that's not his gimmick. Yeah, I actually really want Goldberg to come back. How good oh. would it be, though, if his gimmick was just like, yeah, I'm Goldberg? Yeah. <laughs> well, his gimmick for the last four years was that he was dressing like Rob Van Damme, which was really not something I wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right uh, back in a very tight singlet, but it was never a nice sight, weird. to be honest. Anyway, no one cares about this match, right? Ex- ex- Especially when his singlet was actually misspelling words. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no one cares about this. I assume the Wyatts probably win, and then it, they do it, a thing. Yeah. Um, but, I quite like any time you get to see Luke Harper perform. I quite like. But yeah. aside from that, no, I don't give a shit. Oh yeah, I, I, I don't. There are performances in this match I don't mind. I don't mind Kane. I think Kane's fine, but like, I, I'm not interested in this actual match. I'll be interested in yeah them getting their stuff in, but it's not going to be anything better than that. Uh, yeah. Does does it help anyone as well? Like, no. Is this going to make the wires look more viable? No, I think it's just no. treading water in an effort to spin them off into a feud with Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania. Yeah, I guess I because think. they'll do like we sit down on the tires. What's next? We'll do Brock Lesnar. Yeah, like pretty much. To be honest, it would have been a it would have built the wires up. Had Ryback, Big Sean Kane been remotely relevant for the past six months? Yeah, exactly that. So it's hard to put a match together like this where your point is to get one team over when another team doesn't actually mean anything. Mm-hmm. Also, ironic that they've been trying to do these kind of matches, like really, really pushing these kind of matches with the Wyatts since the day after Survivor Series. Yeah, that's weird. These big group tag team matches. Since just after the time when you didn't have any big yeah, like, group tag team matches to go. So we put the Wyatts in a 4-1-2 match, which they lost. And now, I guess they can fight other people in more convincing matches. You know? if, yeah. if you were trying to build Bray Wyatt up for Brock Lesnar, why would he lose to Kane and Undertaker and be humiliated almost every week? 
I don't know. See, if you had a long-term plan of you want Bray Wyatt to be a viable opponent for Brock Lesnar, why would you not build him like a viable opponent for Brock Lesnar for the past year and not the past, not just a month before you want him to have the match? And Bray Wyatt isn't even in this match. No. no. It's the other three Wyatts. So I, I'm struggling to see what the logic is in wanting a Lesnar versus Wyatt match now when you haven't built Bray Wyatt in a year. Yeah, it kind of worries me because I, I kind of thought that now's the time for Lesnar to lie down for someone and yeah. that would be Bray Wyatt. And uh, it really looks shouldn't. like it shouldn't be at this point. No. All right, moving on. Uh, Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Kevin Owens is the new champion and Yay. I guess Dolph Ziggler gets a title shot. Of course, because it's an Intercontinental feud. <laughs> so Dolph Ziggler's involved. It's a look, at this point, it's either Ziggler or The Miz. Pick yeah. one. They, I mean, they, they, I like that Ambrose is like, oh, you don't get a title shot, Ambrose. Like, but I, I lost in like that five-way match. You're like, yeah, we don't care. Uh, the miss uh, has been good recently. Yeah, yes. the miss is cool. I'm involved with the miss. But Ziggler did beat Owens on SmackDown, I think, two weeks ago. Yeah, again, in, an unbel- so. in an unrelated feud. So he's like, you get a title shot now. He's the champion. Yeah. Isn't this just another way of treading water until Dean Ambrose is freed up from this? Heavyweight title stuff, and then him and Owens will go into another feud. Another no, Ambrose Owens. Because then Dean, Am- Dean Ambrose is going to win the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania, Peter. That's what's going to happen in my head. Okay. Uh, yeah. I- also, yeah. why is Kevin Owens now basically just carrying the mid card on his own? And why don't they recognize that he should be in contention for something more? Because they need someone to carry the mid card. Is that is that it? Have they just gone, well, he's fucking phenomenal and we need something to prop up the rest of these jobbers? <laughs> yeah, basically. Right. Okay, I fair think enough. that... It's because they, they haven't worn him down yet. Remember Ziggler, like, five years ago when Ziggler was kind of awesome? And yeah. then they were like, then Ziggler eventually just got worn down. When Ziggler them. had Big E and, and Yeah, Jamie and then got worn down by just, like, the constant grind of WWE. Uh, and, and now... The same thing will happen to Kevin Owens eventually. No, it won't. Kevin Owens will last forever. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I think eventually he'll just be like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, Jesus!" To be honest, I don't think they've got any intention of building anyone new for the main event yet until they've succeeded with Roman Reigns. So they're done with Reigns. Well, who have they tried to build up to the main event since well, Reigns? Well, started someone his basically push. pointed out what they actually are doing is they want like a bunch, a bunch of guys at the top. But they were like, we could do it one at a time, and they haven't finished with Reigns yet. It's like, we've got these other guys, and we will build them into stars once we are finished with this guy. We're doing this one guy at a time. But they've been doing Reigns for a year, and almost two years now. You Vince is committed. That... Once he's but got no. onto a project, he follows it through. That's no, how the man quite... got a billion dollars. You can put uh, Reigns, you can build Reigns up, but you can surely build someone else up as a opponent for him no one guy at a time that's because the system they've established if you revert into Seamus and oh crap like that for your big baby face when you've got a guy like Kevin Owens sitting there got to wonder shouldn't you just give it to Kevin Owens probably uh, yes they should just give everything to Kevin Owens yeah I think the problem potentially is that they've been trying to build reigns for so long and then they kind of almost by like unintentionally Rollins got built yeah and was phenomenal and now he's gone they're still just focusing on Reigns but anybody else 
is going to have to kind of push themselves. I think and that's always I think, justified by the WWE as well. Somebody has to reach out and grab that brass ring and blah yeah. blah blah, all that bollocks. But, but they have to at some point. They're going to have to push somebody. I think the other issue they've got though is they've been building Reigns for so long that they can't stop now. Yeah, but like Colin says, I mean, give him a viable opponent and let that build itself sort of more organically. Yeah. Those two can look powerful fighting against each other. I mean, hopefully it'll be Dean Ambrose and they turn one of them heel and hopefully they turn Reigns heel, but they won't. They turn Ambrose heel. But anyway, yeah, one of those two's going to turn heel at Fastlane. But the thing is, with Ambrose, they've had him about the main event picture, upper main event, upper mid, upper mid card type area for about two years as well. Mm-hmm. So they've had they've had Ambrose and Reigns and Rollins and nothing else. Yeah, which is fine if that's your absolute top. But there's there's other guys that could fill in a world title. Do do you not remember the early two thousands? You had like guys like Benoit and everyone filling in for a month. No, because Benoit does title. no longer exists, Colin. He has been scrubbed from oh. history. Sorry, I'm thinking about someone else then. <laughs> You're yeah, thinking but, about the Lionheart Chris Jericho. Yeah, you had Jericho and guys like that popping yeah. up who were looked to make look, well made to look like credible threats, but just a little bit off. Yeah, Edge. So you could you could quite yeah you could quite easily do that with Owens, even Ziggler, people like that. But yep. WWE seems to be set in the tears, and they're quite happy with that. Yeah, and doing that then gives you a little bit of space to give people like Tyler Breeze a go at the mid card. And stop just burying him every time he shows his face on television. Hey, he was in that Intercontinental match for a bit. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he kicked a guy, then lost. And they uh, did give him a little spot to show off a bit. But yeah. then obviously, and you knew from the start of that match, from everybody you had come out to their own music, you knew that Tyler Breeze was the one that was going to get pinned. But, yeah, they need to kind of make space for him and space for even people like AJ Leap. Where's he going? Not AJ, AJ Styles. AJ Styles, AJ. sorry. <laughs> Where's he going? We'll talk about him in a minute. Um, okay. Before that, who's going to win this? Probably Kevin Owens, I guess. Kevin Owens. They can't yeah. take the belt off him already. It would just be so weird. Although I would love to see the tantrum he throws if they did. If they did, he's just like, I only, I only just got it. Fuck's sake. <laughs> just pulling the ring apart. Yeah. Um, screaming. Okay. Going into Mania is going to be a weird one for Owens because he could quite easily go into a big feud or he could quite easily get stuck in an eight man ladder match for an Intercontinental title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, right. Um, that's exactly right. Becky. I know, that's, that's, that's what they're going to do just to annoy me and you probably <laughs> as well, Chris. Moving Peter. on. Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks versus uh, Naomi and Tamina. The only feud at the minute that actually matters. It's, this is an actual feud. Like, I like that they put Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks together, even though they just actively hate each other. And are very good at doing what they're doing at the minute. They're just like, oh, f- look, I'll fucking help you, but God, I hate you. Yeah. It's great. Like, and both it's... of those performers are, d- are managing to carry that and do yeah, it Yeah, well, what I like is that just there's no illusion about it at all. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like a normal thing where they're like teasing tension in the tag team because they're just like, we, we hate each other. But we don't. We also want to kill those guys, and also that... managing to do it in a face heel kind of way. Like Sasha Banks yeah. is, or oh, Becky Lynch is saying, "Well, I'll help Sasha Banks because that's the right thing to do." Whereas Sasha Banks is saying, "Well, I'll help Becky Lynch because I need my tag team partner not to be dead." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the only reason. Yeah, that she's helping her. Yep, and then basically, they, and they've they pretty much gone, and then they wrestle you. Well, we take these guys out, and then I wrestle you afterwards. All right, fuck. Yeah. Just we we need to get rid of these other ones. 
And that's that's essentially the whole feud is we need to get rid we need to get these other people out of the way so we can wrestle each other. Which the is only great. Thing, the only thing with this match, you know the way every now and again WWE will ban a certain move? Yes. Can we ban Naomi's flurry of kicks because it just looks fucking ridiculous? Yes. Good. I'm glad that has been passed. I also, I like... see it again. Is, who's, is, is the other person in Team Bad... Is there a third person? Is it the Funkadactyl? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was Sasha Banks, wasn't no, it? No, but is there, a, is there a third person now? No. Is it just those two? It's just Naomi and Tamina. Cameron is down in NXT now. Oh, and okay. she's actually doing better than she was. It's because there was had... there was a picture of Cameron like backstage at an event with the other two. Yeah, she had a match on NXT last week, I think, and she yeah. did okay. She was all right. Okay, no, I meant I meant she was like with the other two people from Team Bad, and the people right. were like, I was like, oh, they just they just re- reforming the Funkadactyls with Tamina as well. Yeah, can you imagine Tamina as a Funkadactyl? Great. Um, yeah, I, I assume the- Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks are going to win this and then go on to like a triple threat Divas title match at WrestleMania with Charlotte. Yeah, hopefully they win this match and then Sasha Banks puts the bank statement on Becky Lynch. Yeah, that's that's, that's entirely what's going to happen, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that seems to be obvious. Yes, of course. But it's also exactly what I want. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not against that as a, as a view. It's just like, that's clearly what's going to happen. And awesome. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Good. Um, oh wait, we've got the Cutting Edge Peep Show, which is quite obviously a venue, uh, a vehicle for um, Enzo and Big Cass to, to debut. Don't fuck with me, Chris. Is this actually going to happen? The, the, right, this is heavily rumoured. And so uh, for some reason, well, I know why. The, the Edge and Christian have uh, invited uh, the New Day onto the Cutting Edge Peep Show at Fastlane because it's this segment on a pay-per-view, you know something's going to happen. Right? Yeah. Something interesting has to happen. And it's not Edge and Christian coming back. Well, Edge can't. Edge's head's about to fall off. Yeah, Edge will die. <laughs> um, and then obviously Edge and Christian are doing this because they've got their new network show starting. Um, so, I, but I, I imagine what's going to happen, and this is stealing entirely from Reddit, but it's perfect, and it's exactly how Edge and Christian work, is that they will be like, Look, E and C are going to challenge you for the belts, and the new day will be like, "Yeah, obviously we'll take you. You guys are old, and we then, oh no, you've accepted. No, we meant Enzo and Big Cass, E and C, and the, there you go." Oh god, I you know what that would break my heart? What if Enzo and Big Cass come out to silence? That, that would break. They my won't. Heart. They won't because they were. They've been doing like live events on like they've been doing. Uh, they did dark match on SmackDown last week, I think, and they got a huge pop with it. And they've been doing live events, and they've been getting huge receptions. So yeah, it, they're going to get a reception. But what if they don't? No, they will. Just just imagine how crushed I'm going to be. Chris. I know, but I, they, they will. And then that means they get to see Enzo and Big Cass at WrestleMania, and then they can do the whole thing with a WrestleMania crowd, which will chant, and that'll be fucking incredible. With a hundred thousand people. Yeah, all chanting it. They will all chant it. Because the WrestleMania oh. crowd is the crowd that will chant it. I want to go to WrestleMania now. Because that'd be so good. Oh. Just for this. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure this is going to be like a vehicle for Enzo and Big Cast to debut. And I'm very, very, very on board with that. Yes. Because yeah, you've got to be doing something with this, right? 
something more than just like a verbal spat between the two because you wouldn't put it on fast lane otherwise well i kind of thought it was just a way to get their new network show over yeah i think it's that but i still don't think you'd put it on fast lane i think you could do oh, that because fast lanes mean so much no no but i i think you could put it on like <laughs> i think they would have happily put it on the raw if they weren't going to be doing something else with it to be honest you, the, the, the they might not debut ends on cast because you've got the the dudley boys and Uso's storyline that's hanging not being dealt with on the show yeah so it could it could quite easily turn into something like that a number one contenders match but i i think way. i reckon it's gonna be end zone big cast i reckon God, i hope I you're hope right so. i hope you're right i can't promise it obviously did anybody see no. justin bieber's performance at the grammys no he basically went dressed as enzo amore amazing oh. he dyed his hair bleach blonde and he wore <laughs> a leopard print jacket and white trousers amazing all right, next up, the match I'm probably the most excited for on the card. It's AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. This has actually been a good, enjoyable feud. Uh, it's been okay. I've liked it. Mm, I don't know. I still think that um, Chris Jericho is past it now, and he just looks like old sad dad trying to do his bit from 10 years ago, and it's not really working. Yeah, I think he's been a bit better in the past few but weeks. But I, I also but think he's well. he still looks like old man who really shouldn't be no. doing what he's doing. But his matches with Styles have been good as well. And I also think... So I've an... eased off a little bit on Chris Jericho in the past few weeks. But, uh, but I, I still genuinely agree with Peter. I also think to an extent that they're playing the he's an old man thing like back into his character a lot more now as well. Do you think so? I think they've become more self-aware with it. Uh, I don't know. I still think Chris Jericho believes he's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I'm not sure that he's actually that self-aware. No, I think although, although I did, delusional. I did watch uh, a video thing that uh, about this week's RAW that one of the points the guy raised was who is dressing Chris Jericho? Like, because uh, we talked about this on the the last podcast, but dude's got a weird look. If it is Chris Jericho, I think he needs to go for some brain tests with Daniel Bryan just to make sure everyone's going on okay up there. <laughs> because he looks like a fucking idiot. Wear a shirt! We talked about this before! Stop wearing scarves inside! <laughs> why are you constantly wearing <laughs> a scarf on a jacket? It's oh. an odd look! Guys, what are you if, doing? If I, you know what he thinks he is? He thinks he's a cool rock star, and yeah. he's not. Even rock stars wear shirts, Colin. His gimmick, what his gimmick was that the fact that he thought he was a cool rock star, but he wasn't really, and it was hilarious. But now he thinks he genuinely is a cool rock star because he's got his shitty little band. His band seems to do reasonably well, though. No, they're not very good at all anymore. No, but they seem to do well. They do well, but doing well doesn't mean it's good. They're like they run, they tour a lot, and you have to be quite good to tour a lot. Uh, I was I was easing off on Chris Jericho, but now I'm just annoyed at him again. <laughs> You see? Well, I, I was going to be positive about Jericho I, on this I, podcast tonight. I'd be and fine just with Jericho if he, just, if, he, if he just wore a shirt. Wear a shirt. Oh, it's not I, hard. I will say that You're I think rich. That you can afford a shirt, Chris Jericho. <laughs> he has been a much better in-ring performer than anybody with his age and lack of recent experience deserves to be. Well, he's done much better. Obviously, that's because he has DDP yoga. Obviously. Obviously, as he constantly um, talks about this podcast. Yeah, I had a DDP yoga. It didn't make me a good wrestler. I think you have to be a good wrestler first. Oh, obviously, I've been missold that then. 
But did it help you with your alcoholism? Oh, God, no. Say <laughs> <laughs> so not everybody's a Jake the Snake Roberts success no. story. No. Uh, I still eat cake, I still I, drink whiskey, I, I, and I still can't wrestle. So I, think the, I don't I think really the think it's that, worth it. See, I think the reason it works so well for, for Jake the Snake Roberts was just he had DDP constantly staring at him disapprovingly. <laughs> and if, oh. D, if DDP was just saying cutouts of him, just staring at people disapprovingly, it would work. If DDP sat in my room 24-7 just stared at me until I did DDP yoga, I'd do DDP <laughs> yeah, yoga. Yeah, you would. Because otherwise he'd diamond fu- cut you. Yeah. Ah, to be honest, I think I could take him now. He's I, looking a bit a bit old himself. Yeah, but he does DDP yoga. He's clearly very supple. Mm, not sure about that. His heart almost exploded after the Royal Rumble last year. It's clearly not that good. Mm. All right, anyway. anyway <laughs> AJ Styles yeah. versus Chris Jericho. I, I I'm actually looking forward to this. Oh, the Miz has been, the Miz has been the good in this feud as well. Well, the Miz got AJ Styles over in one promo where AJ Styles did nothing. Yeah. AJ Styles came out to silence, and by the time he left the ring, they were chanting his name, thanks to the Miz. Yeah. So, Miz is doing good recently. Yeah, I it, see, the way I could see this going potentially is that that, the Miz interferes in this and we end up with like a triple threat version of this at WrestleMania, which uh, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that too much because you've got yeah. to give, give Styles something to do at WrestleMania. Yeah, but at this point, Jericho is kind of irrelevant because he's so part-time and The Miz is also kind of irrelevant because he's so part-time. I think AJ Styles needs to wrap this up and then move on to a proper meaty feud with somebody, Kevin Owens. Kevin after. Owens. I think this has been a good introductory feud, though, for Styles. Yes, I think it has. I think they've done a really good job at introducing him slowly and building him. And like you say, the Miz putting him over and having that match that 10 years ago everybody really, really wanted. I think they've, Jericho. Yeah, and I think, like, put, although it's old Jericho, they've still put him with a good worker who can mm-hmm. work a style that really complements AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. That has pedigree as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, so I it's, think they've done a really good job of that. I just think it's now it's time to he's had his introduction. Now let him have a proper storyline, a proper feud. Yeah. Um, I maybe it'll be Kevin Owens, but God, I hope so because that'd be so know. good. Yeah, I guess it depends if they want to give him the Intercontinental belt or not. Uh, no, Kevin Owens can beat him. Obviously, um, what? I saw an no indie match. Yeah, no. absolutely. I saw an indie match between AJ Styles and Kevin Owens from a couple of years ago. Um, and Kevin Owens spent the whole match just getting him in a headlock and lying down in the middle of the ring <laughs> and then shouting at the crowd saying, I don't care. I can do this all night. I'm lying down. <laughs> <laughs> Until the crowd were chanting for a headlock. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's exactly why Kevin Owens is just the best. Uh, I think if you, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to see a, a Styles Owens feud right away. Yeah, I do. Um, I would really like to, except for the fact that I also want a Sami Zayn Owens feud. But I mean, Owens is already feuding with everybody, so why not? Yeah, Call but his, his his feuds aren't like active with everyone. He's like passively feuds with a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. Because his whole character is that he's basically just a dick to everyone. Yeah, so he's got like he normally has one or maybe two active feuds going on, and he just has passive feuds with basically the rest of the world. Yep. Pissing um, off tag team partners who are also heels to the point where they walk out on you. Yeah. It's, it just sums That's him great. up. Like, nobody likes him. That's great. But I, so I, I think we probably, um, I think Styles wins this, though. It, the, the AJ Styles Chris Jericho match. You yes. got to see Styles win this rubber match. 
it works nicely. And hopefully, Chris Jericho is too old now to not be putting people no. on. And hopefully it frees Styles up to do something at WrestleMania. Owen's feud would be brilliant for building them both up. Yeah. If, if they're given like the sort of time that the Ambrose Owen's feud was given before the Rumble. Yeah. If they're getting something like that, that's a good one for both of them. And yeah. it fits because AJ Styles is the phenomenal one and he's getting the little push and the crowd's getting behind him. And Kevin Owen's character is kind of that he feels like he doesn't get the due that he, he deserves. So it is kind of an easy storyline to write. That's very true. Oh, yeah. But I, I think it'd be a good way to go. It's a good option. Um, but I also think that if somebody's going to spin out of this triple threat match as a heel, and if that's going to be Dean Ambrose, then he needs to face the feud with. Yeah, he does. But you also, and I think those you, matches would also be awesome. You've also got to give a heel to go against to go after the US belt as well from somewhere. Uh, yeah. Which at that Del point? Rio. <laughs> <Okay>. No, <laughs> stop it, Colin. Stardust. No, uh, Stardust is going to feud with uh, Amal into WrestleMania, probably by the look of it. Oh yeah. Oh, not again. No, nah, that's cool. I'm a board with that. It was good the first time, but don't milk the body thing. How how does everybody feel about the Golden Truth? I'm so on board uh, with the Golden Truth. Yeah, I, I, yep. I want it. My Absolutely. Life. Those guys are doing a fantastic job. Yeah. But you need to have them like, win the belts as well. Yeah, absolutely. They, because, well, they need to do because, the whole the, like, Daniel Bryan Kane story yeah, where well, they don't what, like each other and what, don't want to. That's perform. what they need to do is when they, they actually form it, they just need to be like super dominant in the ring because they're like wily veterans. Yeah. Uh, also, did you know that uh, Kane has been uh, teaming with Neville on house shows, and that'll be amazing? And please bring that on TV. I will watch that. <laughs> How? How have they been? Well, I suppose if you're going to bring Enzo and Big Cass up, you need well, no, similarly sized tag teams to fight against. Because it's because it's the Dan. It's again, it's the Daniel Bryan and Kane thing, or the X Pack and Kane thing. Kane is good if you put him with like a little guy. Because it gives you a nice contrast in inside the team. Yeah. Um. All right, Charlotte versus Brie Bella for the Divas Championship. I do not care. Don't put wait, the belt wait, on wait, Brie. Wait. Don't put the belt on Brie what? Bella just because Daniel Bryan has retired. That's terrible. Why is, don't do why that. Why is Brie Bella number one contender? Why did this match get made? Because she beat What's Charlotte that? a couple of weeks ago on Smack on Raw or on SmackDown. Eh? Yeah. All right. They had a non-title what? match and Brie Bella won. Oh, why is Brie Bell getting pushed? Oh, I suppose they're just looking for someone to fill this match. Yeah, right? they're just going to fill it, because yeah. she's going to retire in the summer anyway, so they're just going to fill it. Oh, good. Don't... Is she taking yeah. that one with her? Uh, <laughs> I don't think so, but I think she yeah. has basically all but confirmed that... Well, she said that somebody asked her if she was going to retire now, and she also, and she said that there would be more news on that in the summer. She's retiring. Nikki Bella is almost certainly retiring, so... Do you yes. think Nikki Bella will retire? Oh, she, Nikki, she's Bella injured, ju- so. Nikki Bella has just had yeah. life-threatening neck surgery. Yeah. yeah, but she's also about to get married to John Cena at some point. So. Yeah, therefore she doesn't need to work. Well, that's true, I suppose. That's very sexist. Well, no. You could put it that way. John Cena doesn't need to work. And John, John Cena just definitely makes more money than Nikki Bella. And is infinitely more talented. Yes. Mm. He's he's even better on Total Divas, which is a show entirely <laughs> built around the Bellas. That's he's the better only thing on I'm that. Sure about. He's, he's better on that as well. Mm. 
I don't know if they'll let them both. Well, let them. I don't know if they <laughs> won't just throw shed loads of cash at them to keep doing total divas. Oh no, I think they will retire from in ring competition. I think they'll just stay on divas. How boring would that be? They would just be going shopping, or yeah, at that is... point they are literally just like <laughs> is that John not Cena's is that not is wife not, and sister in law? Is that basically not what divas is now? Yeah, kind of. But yeah, I mean, they but... at the shows and stuff. They're on the road. At least they're like yeah. actually active competitors who are driving about going shopping. This would just be re- old retired people going I mean, shopping. I mean, I don't watch. I don't <laughs> watch the Golden Girls. <laughs> I, mean, I, like, I don't watch Total Demons a lot, but from what I've seen of it, like the actual wrestling element doesn't come up a lot. Not much, but it's always there under the surface. It's like a a constant theme. All right. Um, and the Bellas are very popular on that show. That show gets like two or three million viewers, I think, every week. Yeah, but I think that's why I just keep the Bellas. Because I also think the target audience of Total Divas don't care if the Bellas aren't wrestling. Probably. But it's ironic that for certain shows, certain weeks, the Total Divas gets more viewers than Raw. Yeah. Because it's awesome. Because it's a well-crafted storyline where Raw isn't. <laughs> yeah, they actually think yeah, about they've got what, good writers. They actually think about what they're doing on Total Divas. Hmm. Someone actually oh, pays. Yeah, someone, someone actually pays attention. Did you did you not see the episode where um, uh, Natalia thought she ate a pot brownie and then freaked out for the next two weeks yep. and pretended to crash a car? I mean, that is the greatest <laughs> writing I think I've ever seen in wrestling. Oh, I don't know. My favorite Total Diva storyline featuring Natalia was when Summer A kicked her in the face <laughs> and she had a broken nose and then she couldn't speak properly for weeks and she couldn't breathe properly through her nose. Oh, that just got really tragic. It was all it was all Summer Rae's fault, and like she kept every time Summer Rae was about, she was sniffing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> pulling faces and sniffing up through her nose. Like she can't, she can't do this, and you've damaged me and all this. Anyway, I kind I kind of feel this is the the uh, Charlotte versus Brie Bella matches completely killed the momentum of like what Charlotte had going on, what Becky Lynch had going on, Sasha Banks came back, all of that jazz. Is Brie Bella face? No. Uh, I guess? Yeah, kind of. I guess Charlotte is still the heel, so... Oh, yeah? God. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Brie Bella, well, they were kind of heels as Team Bella, weren't they? And Yeah, yeah. but Brie Bella always seems like she's she's the one who's just influenced by Nikki Bella. And yeah. when Nikki's not there, she can be nice. That's true. It's I've always thought that it's very awkward for them. They don't know what to do with the Bellas, really, because they are big stars on Total Divas, and they like Presumably everybody knows like, that Brie yeah, Bella. She's the wife of the most loved WWE superstar, yeah. and presumably, and, like their role on Total Divas, etc., makes them loads of money as well. Like makes the WWE a lot of money, yes, because it makes them sell merchandise and all that jazz. Yes. Yep. Um. So I just they haven't. They keep trying to make them heal, but then they kind of can't because they're so liked through Total Divas and through their association with Daniel Bryan and John Cena, for that matter. Yeah. Um, it seems an odd situation. And they're kind of in the same trouble with the Usos and Naomi because yeah. everybody knows that she's uh, John Uso's wife and everybody thinks John he's great. Uso. Yeah. Oh, it's so confusing watching Total Divas when all use different I think he's Jimmy. I think he's Jimmy, Jimmy Uso, yeah. Which side of his face is painted? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> What's the other one called if it's not Jimmy? Jay. 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 Jimmy right. and Jay are What's their it? ring names, but it's... What's his real name? I don't know what Jay's real name is. 
He's not in Total Divas very much. Is he not? <laughs> no. He might be. They could just. He might be. Just be swapping them, and you wouldn't notice. <laughs> but it's kind of weird to see Naomi being such a heel when her husband's so nice, and everybody knows that they're married. So it's just a bit odd. Joshua. Yeah. Joshua. Jonathan and Joshua. John and Josh. Also, do you know they don't have their own pages on Wikipedia? They just have the Usos page. They don't have individual pages, (laughs) which makes me feel really bad for them. Well, they've not really done anything on their own, have they? No, but it still just feels kind of mean that they only get a page as a tag team. And Jimmy Uso is very nearly our announcer of the year. Yeah. Did he not win it? Did he? I'm not sure. I think we ended up giving it to Xavier Woods. (laughs) Yes, I think we did. Ah, yeah, okay. For that one week, he was shouting into his trombone microphone. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, talking about good announcer people who can speak. What what's going on with Titus O'Neil? I miss Titus O'Neil already. Yeah, I never thought. I'd don't say that. touch Vince McMahon. Apparently, but he was really entertaining, and he, he's a good dad and things. So I don't really. Yeah, want he him just to did get a fucking fired. stupid thing. I was trying to give him a cuddle or something. Is it not? Apparently, he grabbed Vince McMahon's arm and so, said, "Ladies first. Because yeah. Vince McMahon stepped in front of Stephanie. I, he thought, well, and well, Vince well, thought he was my... implying he was a lady. Oh, well, uh, Vince is totally in the wrong now because Titus Neal has just been a gentleman. Yes. Yeah. It was just, it was an act of chivalry for the benefit of Stephanie McMahon, and Vince just took it wrong. Let's be honest here. And they've w- banned him until three days after WrestleMania. It was a weird. Oh, what decks? It was a weird and bad decision. From Titus O'Neil. It was, and he's admitted as much. He, he has was said like, that he was completely <laughs> like that was just a massive error in judgment. Yeah, he's like, I, suspending him for sixty days is very, very harsh. But it, boy, that was a fucking stupid thing to do. He should have said that he thought Vince had the brass ring, and he was just trying to grab that. <laughs> that would have been, he would have, he would have definitely have been fired. Did you know Vince <laughs> wanted to fire him for that? Which is absurd because they push him so much because of his charity work. Yeah. And also, you definitely can't fire the black guy in Black History Month. No. They've already come under quite a lot of It's, it's like you have, you have like three of them. You can't fire one of them. And I guess you have like five or six people. They've got like the New Day. You have like three of them. They've got like the New Day. Yeah. They've got Mark That's Henry. That's nice way of describing the black wrestlers on the roster. We have like three of them. So One's they, expendable now. So they, they've, they've got, got enough. They've got the New Day. They've got Mark oh. Henry. You've got Titus O'Neil. Suspended. Who else is black on the... No one. Oh, no, let's not go down this road. Are there any other black wrestlers on the roster? R-Truth. Did you see see that um, someone confused Sasha Banks with Becky Lynch? That was amazing. A few days ago. Amazing. One's white with red hair and Irish. Yeah. And one isn't. Yeah, Irish, so literally couldn't be whiter. Yeah. Yeah, and the other one is Snoop Dogg's cousin. I yeah. did. I did like that. Uh, Becky Lynch's response to Sasha Banks was like, "You must have been looking good." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're doing really well at the minute. Yeah. Also, did you see the weird Instagram from Becky Lynch where she was wearing like a blonde wig? No, it's very confusing. Although I do think for Becky Lynch, that's like if she wants to go out and not get recognised at all, that's such an easy disguise. Because if you put a different colour hair on her, you would not recognise her at all. I don't know. I can. The only thing I see when I look at um, old Becky Lynch, not Sasha Banks. Yeah. 
I was going to say the only thing I see now I'm confusing them. The only thing I see when I look at Sasha Banks is Snoop Dogg. Now I just cannot unsee that. All she's I see, all I see is her identical to Snoop Dogg. I, I just see her weird Jay Z sunglasses or Kanye West sunglasses. Kanye West sunglasses. That's what they are. Yeah, the Louis thing. Stop wearing those sunglasses. They're weird. She wears them like a boss. She does. Um, Fucking sunglasses anyway, inside Char- as well. <laughs> Yeah. Like is a it well sunny lit- or is it cold? It's Some like- of you are wearing scarves. <laughs> yeah. See people that wear outdoor clothes indoor. <laughs> yeah, we, we, need, we need to know what is the weather inside in the reader because no one can decide. <laughs> yeah, and Jericho's not got a shirt on, but he's wearing a coat. Some people are like, I just... Oh, they, they he's just wearing a wear- coat and a scarf. <laughs> he is bothered about his neck temperature, but not his nipple temperature. <laughs> it's because he's got that concave chest. He just doesn't feel the cold. Like, Ambrose is always wearing jeans and a wife beater. What's uh, going on? Yeah, Ryback was obviously too warm, so he stripped <laughs> down a bit. Yeah, yeah. geez, they need to pick. How hot is it? It's important. Uh, Charlotte wins that match, right? Anyway, yeah, probably, absolutely. Almost certainly. Like, they might give it to Brie Bella on the, like, mm. Daniel Bryan retired thing. Don't do no, that. No, if they give it to idea. Brie Bella, it will kill the feud that they're heading towards this triple threat match at WrestleMania yeah. with her and Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. Which actually, like, people actually want to watch and no one wants yeah. to watch Brie Bella in a random match. Well, actually, I really want that to be a fatal four-way and Bailey to be involved. They won't do that. But no, they won't do that. No. Um, presumably because I think Bailey's probably going to now face Asuka at, uh, like, the... NXT Asuka, take, yeah, definitely. NXT takeover Dallas is what it's looking like, so that'd be yep. pretty good. I'd watch that. Yep. Um, right, main event. Really good at kicking people in the face. Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, the number one contender for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 32 against Triple H. I That's don't know. Some stipulation. Yeah, uh, they all look like viable winners. They do. Which we were saying earlier, but yeah, they do. Um, and I, I think the big question here is, does Lesnar get eliminated by the Wyatts? Yes. Because it's like, because yes, it's triple threat, so. it's no yep. DQ. So. Yep. The... I think Lesnar gets at least held up by the Wyatts and that gives somebody else a chance to get a pin. Yeah. Yep. Which is probably, it seems likely. Um, because I don't yeah. know. Well, they just can't go back to Lesnar being in the title race at this point because Lesnar's still unbeatable. Yeah. There's, also, if if, is... if Lesnar faces Triple H at WrestleMania, at some point that is le- like Lesnar has beaten up the Undertaker, and now Lesnar being a tri- Lesnar is basically just working his way through old men. He's, at, yeah, at he's a certain Randy point, from ten years ago, he is just beating up old men. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. So, well, well, what I've liked about the build-ups is is that there is possibilities of our things. Happening. Yeah, I absolutely think but I I would buy is, any one of these three guys winning it. There is two obvious ways to come at this: it's Reigns, Triple H, and Lesnar Wyatt. But you could quite easily go Lesnar Ambrose, Reigns, Triple H. Quite yeah. easily, you can go. Les- you could Les- quite easily go Reigns, Ambrose, Lesnar, Triple H. Yeah, it all works. All the options work. It all works. And to be honest, if I had to pick what I'd like to see, I'd. Clearly, to see Ambrose Lesnar and Reigns Triple H, because I yeah. don't care at all about Lesnar versus Bray Wyatt. I could not care any less about that because I don't see what the feud is there, and I don't see Bray Wyatt as a remotely credible threat. But I what? think it's hard also to put Bray Wyatt and the style that he delivers promos 
against Paul Heyman and the style that he delivers promos. Those two things kind of clash, I think. It'd yeah. be hard to see them work together. But what I like about Ambrose uh, in like his role with um, Brock Lesnar is he knows he's going to lose and he doesn't care. Like, he just wants to get good shots in. You know? uh, yeah, I think it's similar to what we were saying earlier about Callisto. You can say well, Dean, Am- Dean Ambrose can beat Brock Lesnar because he always gets up. Yeah. He's durable enough. Yeah. So and that's all it is. He's, he's just going to keep... Like, that's what we saw is that he doesn't care that Brock Lesnar is going to beat the snot out of him. Yeah, I don't think it's that he doesn't think that he can win. I think it's that he doesn't care if he gets hurt. So yes. that means that he can win. Yes. Well, no, I, 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 also, I sort of think as well, he doesn't really care if he wins as well. Yeah. No, I think he cares if he wins. He, but he knows but, Brock Lesnar's going to beat him up. He just yeah. also knows that he's not going to stay down. Well, yeah, I, I just, I just, I, I, Ambrose has looked like a complete badass yeah. past couple of weeks. I told challenging Lesnar and kept getting back up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I think with Ambrose is what, what I mean by I don't care if he, I don't think he cares if he wins. It's like, I mean, like, I just think he wants to fight Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't care what the result of the fight is. He yeah. just wants to fight the guy. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that as a slightly different thing. Where it's, it's very similar to the Taker Lesnar sort of feud from last year. And those two guys didn't really care what else happened. They just wanted to fight each other. And th- that feels like it's the same thing happening here. It's like Ambrose doesn't give a shit. He just wants to fight Brock Lesnar because he's fucking crazy. Yeah. I also think that they've done a really good job in making it believable that Ambrose and Reigns will turn on each other. Yes. Things like a couple of weeks ago, delivering a promo and Reigns saying that Ambrose had never beaten him. Yeah. Things like that. It's just little hints here and there. I mean, Ambrose hasn't really faced him either. Uh, no, well, they say that he has at various times. All right. And they did in... Uh, was a number one contenders match, wasn't it, a while back? Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, and the world title match at Survivor Series. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, but they've made a big deal out of Roman Reigns saying that he'd never. Well, they haven't even made a big deal out of it. It's been like little things that have just been dropped into the conversation, and then on Monday Night Raw, Dean Ambrose teasing the dirty deeds, and then like you said, on SmackDown, Just they actually it. yeah they actually hit it, and there's been those, a couple of. Like mistakes, like Dean Ambrose dropping the elbow on Reigns by mistake and Reigns spearing Ambrose by mistake. Yeah. And they've kind of built that in a a more subtle way, but a very believable way, I think. So that you can believe that those two will turn on each other. Hmm. Which makes this more... like Because otherwise, this looks like a handicap match. Yeah. but I, mean, I think I'll, that's detrimental to the whole event. But I obviously mean at the end of the day, when Reigns wins this, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. I feel they've built him in yeah. Triple H too much for Reigns not to win this. Yeah, probably. They've, they've cooled it off the past few weeks to uh, either, either to drag it out so it doesn't tire by Mania or to give them breathing space to switch up. Yeah. Because of the backed off of the Lesnar Wyatt's as well. Yeah. So they've kind they've of given themselves a bit of breathing space just, to, just, to, just in case. But also, uh, what's if you'd still feel a bit fresh going into Mania? But that's also so served, the, served the purpose of getting this triple threat match to actually look believable and mean something on yeah. mm. a pay-per-view card, which otherwise wouldn't really be that interesting. Which is compl- uh, The rest of the card is completely predictable. Uh, well, even even this match is probably 
really predictable is going to be Reigns win. But there is other options there. And uh, I don't have a problem with the Reigns and Triple H match, but it's, it's the Lesnar Wyatt they have a problem with. And then Ambrose stuck in limbo again. I think that the Lesnar Ambrose is a more interesting matchup for me anyway. Yeah, I think it probably is. And like you say, it's. I think it is most likely that they are going to continue to push range towards Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah, which I don't have a problem with. I think that'd be a pretty good match myself. But, but as I said, but what worries me about Lesnar and Ambrose, I think Bray Wyatt at this point, where his character is, he doesn't really, he doesn't really deserve the big WrestleMania match. If that makes sense, because I don't feel like he's relevant enough. He's just kind of there at this point. Yeah, I think Bray Wyatt's very good at everything he does, but he just hasn't had a storyline. He hasn't had a feud to be interesting yet. And I'm not sure if that... Maybe maybe that is his fault, but I don't think... It doesn't appear to be. Like, I think that every time I hear him talk, I think he's doing a good job. Every time I see him in the ring, I think he's doing a good job. I just don't care about any feud that he's had over the past year, really. I think I think he's got that strong a character that he's hard to write into a storyline for a WWE because he's such so different, but he's so strong and what he does, but he can only really do one thing. He's he's not really he's not going to be versatile in any way. He's got one character trait really, and he's only going to go into a feud with that. Yeah, when you've seen one feud with Wyatt, you've kind of seen everything you're going to get from him. Yeah, and it has kind of been the same message for the past, well, over a year now. Yeah. I'm just not sure where it goes or how you write. Like you say, maybe that is too strong of one direction to write that into anything where it makes sense. Yeah. Where did they go after Wyatt and Lesnar? It's like last year, where did you go after Wyatt and Undertaker? It's like they don't have a vision for what Bray Wyatt is going to be. Of what it no, should be. Exactly. That's the he, real problem. Is, but it, it does Bray Wyatt actually work in WWE? You know? He's a great character, but what are you actually really going to do with him that's meaningful? Mm. They've tried him living there with all the big guys, and it's never really clicked, has it? No, not really. I don't know. Because, like I say, I think that he's very good at everything that I he's, ever see him do. Yeah, he's good at what he does, but he's, he's not really. He's not really achieving anything, is he? He had the Cena feud. He had the uh, yeah, well, Big Show feuds, Undertaker in. feuds, Dean Ambrose feuds, Kane. He's been in there with everyone big, but hasn't really done anything with it. Hmm. But I don't really know if that's his fault or if it's just he doesn't work in WWE. It may just be that, really. It's hard to say. Yeah. Yeah, but thinking about it, he is kind of more of a throwback to maybe even ECW. That's true. Yeah. Than a, a WWE star. I mean, they keep trying to make out like he's the new Undertaker, basically, but he, he's not. He doesn't fit that. No. To me, he's not a real long-term character. He's a guy that should have came in and had his year or so just been on top, totally destructive but after that after the initial like debut of him and initial promos have we ever really been that excited about Wyatt 
sense? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, because of the programs that he's involved in aren't exciting at all. But I think his promos are always entertaining. I just don't, yeah, I just don't see where they go. I think maybe the only potential opponent that would be any make any sense for him would be somebody like John Cena, somebody that's meant to be the Goody Two Shoes Boy Scout type. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did like his the feud that he had with Cena, where they sort of hinted towards a Cena heel turn a few times. Obviously, it was never going to happen, but they kind of indicated that there was a chance of it. I think that was all right, but they didn't take it to any sort of conclusion. No. And like you mentioned having Bray Wyatt in ECW. If they had him in ECW, he would have been there for what, a year, a year and a half, had his big feud and then been gone. But it, whereas with here, he's had his big feud melded around the bottom of the card and then they've tried to keep bringing him back up and down and up and down. And I, I, I just, myself, I don't really see why it ever really working and getting over as, it, as he really should. In WWE, I just, mm, I just have, don't see it. They've kind of used him for the past six months, or maybe not quite that long, as a vehicle to try and get Braun Strowman over as well. And I really don't see where he fits. No, apparently Undertaker, but that's I can't imagine a worse match, to be honest. Uh, no, I think, yeah, they build Braun Strowman up to whatever his big match is going to be, but once he's had that match, then I don't, I just don't see where... There's any future for him at all? I think basically, as soon as they've finished building him to this big match, he's just going to disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting about Bray Wyatt because I'd never really thought of it like that. I've always, I've always kind of thought, well, he's really good on the mic, or he's really good with promos at least, and he's really good. He's decent in the ring. Um, it's obvious that they want him to be a success because they keep him fairly high up, even though he's not performing that often in ring. So I kind of had always just assumed that they were just trying to find the right niche for him to slot into. Yeah. But now you talk about it, I think you're kind of right. I think that he doesn't really have that space to fit into. To to me, everyone else that's ever been well, back in WWE or everyone else is a personality that gets put in different situations and they react to it and the feuds build and things like that. But if you're booking Bray Wyatt, you're booking the Bray Wyatt character into. You're not going to book him into something that's not a Bray Wyatt feud. Yeah. You're going to every every Bray Wyatt feud is essentially the same. He only has one situation. He has one situation, and it's him going after someone. So like, there's no versatility in that character. You don't really see any other sides, which is why I don't think he's ever really going to get to the main event anymore. Hmm. Maybe he just needs to tweak it a bit and turn it around. Yeah. Right, let's wrap this thing up. It's enough talking about Bray Wyatt. Are you still there, Chris? I am. <laughs> Come on. You told me you had to be quick, Colin. Now you're whispering about Bray Wyatt. I know, I know. But I just really don't want to see a Bray Wyatt Brock Lesnar match. I think there's better things there that, that Ambrose Lesnar and other people can do. Ambrose Lesnar is probably the most interesting potential it, feud that could it, spin out of that triple threat match. It just feels like a waste now putting anyone with Bray Wyatt. And I, I hate feeling like that because I really like the character. But it just feels like a waste. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for this edition of the By God Wrestling Podcast. We will be back soon 
uh, with our thoughts on fast lane. I'm not quite sure when, but we'll be back uh, probably next week. Should be. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us in the meantime, you can tweet us at at bygodblog on Twitter. You can get us at bygod. That's b y g a w d dot dot com. You can get me on Twitter as halpro. It's h a l b pro. You can get Bar, uh, Colin as bar sixty six, uh, which is bar with two r's. And you can get Peter as Colossal Blue. But for now, say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. Super quick. <laughs>